And here we go. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. Welcome, y'all. Number 13. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, it's not like we have a bad number. We don't have a good number either. No, we've had everything and anything fucking happen to us already, so... Yeah, we're done. We're... We're, we're pretty much sad. Almost got hit by a tornado the other day, but we slept through it, so that's yes. cool. The weather has been crazy. My mom has been texting me nonstop this morning already. That she's in the basement, but our kid is in Orland Park swimming. Right. So, I don't know. It's it's like windy, but then it's dark, but then it's not. I don't know what the fuck's going on outside. I don't even know what the temperature is. But it has been bad, bad weather this past week. Oh, it week. stormed all day yesterday when yeah. I was at work. We fucking slept through a tornado Whoops. next to us, yeah. and then the western Chicago suburbs got hit bad. Bad. They got hit really bad. Yeah, Naperville. Like I don't remember the last time a suburb out this way got hit like that. Plainfield. Plainfield. Maybe. But like that was thirty fucking years ago. Yeah. You know. That was real bad. Yeah, I remember that. I was outside playing. But that sunny. was. I mean, it wasn't as built up as it. No, but everything that was built up was fucking destroyed. It was right after my parents got divorced. And um, the one apartment building that got demolished, my dad had actually was going to move into. Hmm. So, fun fact. Sorry, I'm sipping on my... Yeah, so um, shout out to Uber Eats. (laughs) Ramon. (laughs) Yeah. Ramon just delivered our coffee because God knows I don't want to fucking go anywhere today. With the sexiest name ever. Or ramen. No, it's Ramon. It's got to be Ramon. Yeah. Not Ramon. Ramon. I can't say it that way. I can't roll my R's. Try it. Uh, babe, I'm like the whitest fucking white girl there is. I cannot roll my R's. I sound like a jackass. What am I? I'm a white dude. I don't know, but I, I just can't do it. Jacks can do it too. Ramon. Yeah, yeah, he gets it from me. No, I can't. Thank you, Ramon. Not for even going to try. Yeah. Three shots of decaf. Dupo Macchiano. <laughs> so they're espresso, um, espresso shots. Totally not what I ordered, but it's fucking delicious. Their but menu like, was so fucking limited today on there. It was bullshit. Oh, their cups. Hilarious. That first sip feeling. So Dude, true. touches your soul. Yeah, if they so make it true. the right way and, oh, I'm telling you. But, I mean, this is fucking tiny. That's what she said, but. You like it. It's delicious. <laughs> so that's all that matters. <laughs> I'm just going to put fucking booze in mine. I'm surprised you don't. I should. Not that we have any for me to mix in here, but. Yeah. We or, don't. Uh, oh, what, what's good to mix in coffee? Kahlua. Uh, ba- no, Bailey's. Bailey's, yeah. Oh, wow. Kahlua, I'm allergic to. Yeah. I found that out the hard way. So, do you remember that? You probably don't. No. I. Anytime you drink, I try to stay away from no, you. You were at work, Dick. You, you, you're, you're not a, a fun drunk to be around. I'm mm. sorry. There are people listening that will beg to differ. Just saying. <laughs> so, we're going to move on. Yeah. So, today, we are doing a Jason request. Jason's been coming through with... He has uh, been. By the way, um, Violet 
Yes. She scared me at first. She texted me. She's like, oh, my God, that's the last time I'm, <laughs> you guys tore me apart. I'm, I'm like, no, we were joking. Like, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, I, I'm being a smart ass, too. Oh, but, did she like it, though? Yeah, she did. That, that. She did. I was just like, no, like, we didn't realize, like, it was that in depth. That one, and, that one broke me a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. But she wanted it. But, yeah, she, she scared me. She texted me she's like like, fuck you guys yeah she's like i'm never (laughs) i'm never sending another request i'm like no oh my god i'm so sorry and you know what we got so many comments about it so it it was great it just it it broke me a little bit inside so yeah i had to take a break from those no so violet you you can definitely coming yeah you definitely can request not to mention the fact that you didn't want to do it and then we did it and you were happy we did it so Um, I am going to burn those notebooks, though, for real. <laughs> it, it broke me a little bit. And yeah. I'm fucking heartless on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Even Kate Kate said that she had to stop listening to it. Oh, really? Part two, when I got to the the kids. Yeah. She's like, I, I, I couldn't do it. And I was like, dude, I almost couldn't do it. I could see it in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I almost lost it. So. Yeah. It was bad. We'll be burning those notebooks. Yes. Yeah. That'll start our our bonfire pretty yeah, soon. in the fucking tornado rain. So. Oh, is it raining now? No, it's just getting real windy. Oh, those clouds actually look pretty Meh. ugly. <laughs> Meh. When they turn green, we'll be concerned. Okay. Until then, whatever. So. We'll keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> Jason request. Um, I mean, I can't go downstairs with the guys. Oh my so God, babe. <laughs> I, when I, when I told people that at work, like the first time we figured out last year we couldn't get you downstairs, and I was like, I just kind of wheeled them in the bathroom with a candle and was yeah. like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> took the kids downstairs. They were mortified, and I'm like, well, what did you want me to fucking I do? Know. Put them on a sled and put them down there? I'm like, whatever. Maybe the wheelchair will weigh them down. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> now that we know, yeah. you know, it was so heartbreaking though. Cause remember Jax? Oh, he was, he wanted to come upstairs and was, be with you so yeah. bad. He was freaking out. That almost made me cry. Yeah. Like, Not that we could have gotten you. Down I know. Anyways, I know. But, but he's so sensitive. He is. Oh man. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, but even though we're assholes, we, we got good kids. We do have good so. kids who are assholes. Yes. They're us. So they are us. clearly, but yeah, so this one's a Jason request. He sent me another list. Um, there's quite a few on there. He's got some serial killers on there, but, um, I don't know about serial killers. Maybe we'll do a couple, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've never really sparked my attention. The only Not really. time, the only ones that really sparked my interest were, um, the ones that I heard at the Illinois homicide. The ones that aren't like national. Well, because the detectives went more in depth and we got to see crime scene photos that weren't released. Like on the last episode, I talked about the Aurora shooting in Colorado, seeing those photos that, holy fuck. Oh yeah. I can't even imagine. um, I can't think of his name. He's on one of the shows. He was the lead detective for Dahmer. Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah, yeah, he came to talk to us as a speaker and yeah. seeing some of the Dahmer photos. Oh, that, I can't even imagine. You know, aren't released to the public. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. That dude was. 
I mean, that's where pure evil comes in, is, uh, yes. is serial killers. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I mean, there's no other explanation. Mm-mm. No. There's I mean, a couple on there, though, that sounded interesting, serial killer-wise, but... um. A few of the cases he's got in there, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do these. Because I was planning on doing them anyway. So it's it's always funny when like he sends me the list and I was like, ooh, that's on my list and that one well, and that one. And, and you know, the one that I am interested in is, uh, and I told you about it, is the DC Sniper. Yeah, which I had no interest in, but we'll do it if you want I, to. I just think it's interesting because he got the, the kid to go along with him. It's his dad. Of course he did. I don't think what I don't think that was his dad. I thought it was his dad. No. Really? Yeah, no. It Clearly was I know nothing about some the guy case. he met. Hmm. Let me I'm gonna Google it right now. It really I'll, wasn't his dad? I not that I know of. Oh. I thought it was. Um I Keep do already I, I, I do it. already have another case after this one. It was a, a national case. So it was also a request, too. So we'll have that. And then West Memphis 3 is coming out. Like, I'll, I will have part one out at, at the very least, part one in the next week. Okay. So I got to find my page flagger thingies, though. I don't know what I fucking did with them. So. Mm. You have to order them. Yeah, well, I had a shit ton of them, and I don't know where they went. Mm. Are you still Googling? Yeah. All right, you keep Googling. I'm going to start. Okay, so today is uh, Julia Lynn Turner. She was born July 13th, 1968 in Marietta, Georgia. Never heard of them. Yeah, it wasn't a national case. Um, I only know about it because it was a snapped episode. Oh, So. well, your show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was adopted by Helen Womack and her husband shortly after her birth mother gave her up. She was about five months old when they adopted her. Couple was very excited to have a child. Obviously, they couldn't on their own, so they spoiled her with expensive toys and clothes. However, Helen and her husband divorced when Lynn was five, um, with Helen, who was a legal secretary, getting full custody of Julia, who soon goes by the name Lynn. So we're going to call her just Lynn from now on. Yeah. Um, Helen did get remarried some years later to a gentleman by the name of D.L. Gregory. Lynn was not a fan of her stepdad. They did not get along. It was very tense in the house. Um, Lynn eventually started doing drugs and drinking and was admitted to a rehab clinic in Atlanta shortly after her substance abuse. Could you find it? They're not father and son. They're not? No. Why did I think that? I don't know. That's why I was so interested. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do it. So... Ironically enough, by 1990, Lynn was working as a 911 dispatcher in Cobb County, Georgia. Cobb County. Cobb County. So that's big boss man. Mm-hmm. That's why yep. I was thinking of that. So but. she was trying to pursue a job in law enforcement, um, working as a civilian. She took a civilian position with an undercover narcotics unit in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. And I'm like, why so, the fuck would she drive to Tennessee? It's an hour and a half away. It's yeah. so far. So. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Um, in undercover? Yeah. She worked with an undercover narcotics unit. So I wonder if she was making buys. She had them. to have been. Like, what the fuck else would she be doing? Yeah. I you wonder, know? That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. She was probably making control buys. That's, it had to have been it. 
Um, and for people that don't know, like controlled buys, that's they're watched. Yeah, taped. it's so one. I mean, the town that I worked in was not big, so obviously it's not going to be one of the police officers that is going to be making drug buys from a drug dealer or whatever to try to get a search warrant. We're going to have like a a civilian yeah, they could, sign up. They or, could spot Lugo from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> the, it's a controlled buy. You know, you, they essentially sign up as a confidential informant and, you know, we have to watch them. Drive, I actually kind of, yeah. You cut me Sorry. off again. You love cutting you me off. You do it to me all the time. Sorry. Continue. I, I forgot where I was. I apologize for that. But no, just a confidential informant. That, that's the only thing I could think of with her being a civilian. I, I don't know why she would, you know. Like, how, my, I wonder, too, if it had something to do with her drug issues previously. Yeah. Like, if she was a CI for them. That's and just that, continued and to be a CI for them. Buying dope for them. Because it wasn't that far away yeah. from them. So, I, I mean, otherwise, it's, I don't know how else they would have, she would have gotten involved with that. Yeah, and I mean, so. like, you could have, like, criminals work off their charges lesser charges or whatever and or some even get, we, we would pay them yeah i mean it, pff, some of them make good money doing it to be honest mm-hmm. with you it's like all they do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so outside of work um lynn was what we affectionately call a badge bunny mm. yes she likes the d she hung around nothing but cops uh and <laughs> When we I, are awesome. Uh, okay, keep going. So you fucking married me. Uh, yeah. So I, I had to have been awesome at one point. Yeah, but I wasn't like I gotta get me a cup. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you did hide behind me. I did hide behind you because I thought that bitch was gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really and I protected did. you. I was like, ooh, I fit behind him. I'm a big girl. I don't fit by many people. <laughs> so, um, Which is funny because if she would have like started fighting, I probably would have thrown you. I didn't know who you were. She was, so I would have thrown you. In why front. do you think fucking Hilly was standing in the hallway? He's like, nah, I'm out, guys. <laughs> Fuck that. So, so people were talking about how we first met. We met on a psych call. Yeah. And I, a, I thought the broad was going to kill me. Yeah. I, I legit, like, we were cool. And then she uh, told me she pulled my hoe card. And then we were not <laughs> cool anymore. And I thought she was going to kill me. So, anyways, they would, um, they would, I read this and I had to write it down because they would go clubbing, hot tubbing, and shooting pool. Mm. Sounds like a great fucking time. Yeah. But that's how it was, that's how they wrote it. Clubbing, hot, hot tubbing, tubbing, and shooting pool. Can't remember the last time I shot pool, but no. I, I want a pool table for Why? some reason. I don't know. I think it looks cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know where the fuck we would put right. it. Right. And why? Well, I mean, like friends. Maybe we could just they had put a it foosball in, table. Yeah, but we could put it in, like instead of our fucking kitchen table, we could have a pool table. And put I all of our shit on the pool table. We could have a cover. That's stupid. Why? <laughs> because it's stupid. Oh, God. Why do you hate me? It's a no, it's just not a good idea. Why would we get a pool table 
when we never play pool, just to put a cover over it to put our shit on top of it. But what if, what if one day we do want to play pool? When would that day come? Because it's been 12 years and it has not happened a single fucking time. <laughs> so, when would that day come? Yeah, and I can only stand for <laughs> six minutes right. at a time. So. so, moral of this story is we're not getting a fucking pool I'd table. I'd be shooting from my wheelchair and fucking rolling away. <laughs> Why does God hate me? <laughs> Uh, all right, I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. All right, so that's because they were going clubbing, hot tubbing, and shooting pool. We got preoccupied by that. Right. So in 1991, Lynn was at the apartment of a suburban Atlanta police officer pre-gaming mm-hmm. before they went to a club because you got a fucking pre-game. By the way, I just want to shout out to DeKalb County, Georgia. Yes. They Those are, guys are where it's at. Yeah, we had... Um, you didn't bring me a t-shirt. I didn't, but two of my murder suspects that I worked along with my partner Lugo fled down to Georgia. They ended up getting caught down there and we had to go down there twice to talk to them, pick them up. But the DeKalb County guys were fucking amazing. So they were the same guys that, uh, on the first 48. Yeah, one of them was, and but what, what was cool and Jamie was very jealous is they, um, they don't do the first forty-eight anymore, but um, oh, that's a funny picture. Um, I, I they don't do the first forty-eight anymore. I think it's just Atlanta, but we got to use the same room that was always on TV to interview our suspect. So Jamie is very jealous i was pissed i wanted to go with yeah but they were if they're listening they were fucking amazing both times we went down there yeah they were great and i didn't get to meet him but you know what sucked was driving down there fucking two times my fucking department was too cheap to fucking fly us down there so, I packed you guys goodie bags both times. Yeah, thank God for Lugo, because on the way back, of first of all, driving through the mountains of Tennessee is fucking scary as fuck. Yeah. And then driving, like, I-65 in Indiana is like a straight shot through the whole state. It's flat. Oh, my God, was I falling asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm. So I remember, thank God for Lugo, because... At one point, like you could, you know, the like you could hear the tires, yeah, going off the road. <laughs> Finally, he's like, "Dude, just pull over." He, I- I'm driving. He sent me a video <laughs> of you sleeping and snoring, and he's like, "How in the fuck do you sleep next to this every day?" <laughs> I, and I'm like, "He's I yours now. So he is him. yours now." Yeah. Ugh. Oh, Lugo. So, so they were pre-gaming when she met Glenn. Um, his name was Maurice Glenn Turner. And I don't know why he went by Glenn when his first name was Maurice, because it's a pretty, pretty badass name. Just saying. It's like Ramon. Yeah, I would I would go by Maurice. I would but. too. So Lynn was 22 when they met and um, his friends said that they thought it was going to be a one night stand. Yeah. So because she liked. Hit it and quit it. Yeah, she liked. The D. The police officers. So. <laughs> 
She was a very flashy, um, like high end, you know, she was a curvy woman. Glenn was described as a good natured, good old boy with a big belly and easygoing charm. And his friends called him Buddha because of it. I don't think that's a compliment. <clears throat> no, but I don't think he looked like a Buddha either from the picture. No, I don't so, either. He looked like a typical cop. Yeah. Yeah, he did. The fucking flat top. Oh, my God. Yeah. The fucking aviators. You went three over. You're getting a jacket. Yep. I'm yeah. pulling you over. You, I've been doing radar. Yeah. Five over. You're getting so a jacket. So the pictures of the two deceased gentlemen in this story are fucking fabulous yeah so we will be posting those on the instagram because everybody has to enjoy these pictures because they're fucking amazing and if we don't start taking picture, pictures like that we're not doing yeah right. the firemen with they're great they're like fucking glamour shots from jc punny babe so good so we'll be posting those like he actually put like dirt on his yeah. face like mm-hmm. he was it was great and this is, they got to be in JCPenney or Sears. I, they have to, or Olin Mills. Didn't you have pictures taken at Olin Mills? I think we all did if you no, lived around here. We we were JCPenney uh, all the way. I could see. So that. just imagine like walking in there, like with your axe and fucking, <laughs> hey fam, like put up like, you know, red and yellow in the background. Anyway. And, like the, the photographer had to have been like, what a fucking tool. No, you know the photographer fucking loved it. They were You do yeah, not get those pictures by like not encouraging that. It, you know he fucking took extra to show us. Look at these fucking guys. Yeah. Look what I had to do today. One of them, I'm pretty sure, was like a department photo. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. They're good. Mm. We'll put them up so you guys can see. High and tight. So Lynn actually began relentlessly pursuing Glenn. Um, buying him expensive gifts such as exotic snakeskin cowboy boots. No, you are not getting snakeskin you cowboy boots. You fucking better buy me um, some with a cowboy hat. And I will wear them everywhere in my wheelchair. <laughs> and events to um, like expensive tickets to events such as NASCAR, stuff like that. They did and, bond over NASCAR. Okay. And uh, this is the last, it's not going to be the last time I'm cutting you off. No. But. Tony, I am sorry. I was not making fun of NASCAR. I was just fucking absolutely amazed that there's actually a college that you can mm-hmm. go to. He said it's like a pretty like big deal, too. I could imagine, but I I couldn't believe it. But I was not making fun of NASCAR. I you know, I, I don't know why he thought I was making fun. He was fun. upset. He called I know, he I called felt both of us. I know. I felt <laughs> terrible. <laughs> But I was not making fun of them. I was just, I couldn't believe they have a college for it. Yeah. And it's, I yeah, want to go. It's a pretty big deal. I want to fucking go. They won't take you. I don't give a shit. I want to go. Yeah. They won't take you. But I don't know dick about fucking you don't know, no. cars, but I just want to fucking go. What college did you go to? Fucking NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. NASCAR University, motherfucker. But this is where I don't know shit about fuck. Right. Ruthie. Would come out. So, yeah. So, um, shake and bake. I don't know fucking shit, <laughs> but just let me st- let me sit in my wheelchair over here and fucking stab yourself with the knife. I can't feel my legs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I could do that. I can't fucking feel my legs. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Oh my god. But just to tell someone, like, oh, where, where, what's your background? I went to fucking NASCAR University, motherfucker. Yeah. Where'd you go? I don't think it was called NASCAR University. It should be. I think it was NASCAR Technical Institute. NASCAR University. Okay, that's what we're going with. Okay, so. I think I'm amped up on this decaf right now. <laughs> what is our fucking problem today? <laughs> I would just like to point out, too, that this is the third time we've tried fucking yes, recording this because this we kept going off on tangents. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Glenn's friend, Sylvia Browning, was a Georgia detective and stated, quote, I'm sure Glenn didn't think he could get that type of woman. He felt she wasn't in his league and that she was a great catch. A lot of his friends also said they didn't understand why the attractive brunette who had a taste for the high life was attracted to the middle-class police officer. Hmm. Glenn's sister, clearly not a fan of Lynn because she described her as a, quote, big tramp. (laughs) Thanks, sis. Who had the ability to, quote, go from being sweet to being hateful within seconds. Damn. Yeah. Glenn's sister, not a fan. Wow. Clearly. Um, I feel like we should start calling more people tramps, though. That word needs to come back. Yeah. So in mm-hmm. 1992, yeah. Lynn applied to become a police officer for um, Cobb County. She passed the physical but failed the psych exam, mm-hmm. which not uncommon. No. Really not. No. All of them are, are different. Which so. is funny because the articles I was reading, they they tried to imply that it was almost like foreshadowing. It's not. And... Th- the police psychological exams, like they're, I took a couple of them when I was first trying to get on a, on to a department. Um, and I mean, two of the tests were like 500 questions. Yeah. And they're just, they're the same question just said differently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. They're it, looking for consistency. Yeah, shit, it's. Whatever. Yeah. They, they, but they did try to make it sound almost like it was foreshadowing. Which I don't, it, I, it 100% is not. I don't think it should be like a written test like that. It should be like a psychiatrist or yeah. something talking to you. Which, yeah. I think I that mean, would be better. I don't, I don't know. I, I, got, I understand the point of the psych test, but I don't. Well, I, I, I think it should be a yearly thing, oh. to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I really think it should. I think if they did that, we would have absolutely no police officers in this country. I, yeah. And I think I'm there not would being be, a dick. No, you know? I, I think there would be a lot less, but I think there would be a lot less incidents. Maybe, yeah. I, it's just my thinking. I mean, the shit we go through. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. You know, in some departments more than other mm-hmm. others, but I mean... I mean, maybe not like a psych test every year, but I, I think help should be provided. Oh, it, it absolutely. should be mandatory. I agree. I agree. hundred percent. So she was pretty pissed that she failed the psych. Uh, she told Glenn it was humiliating to continue to be a dispatcher after failing the psych. So she started looking for a higher paying, uh, more prestigious job. However, nothing came up. So she just then started habitually calling off of work. 
So, which is great because she loves to spend money and now she's not fucking making any. But Glenn was in love. He bought her a ring for Christmas and all of his friends were um, taking bets on how long fucking marriage was going to last. They, uh, they didn't get it. Yeah. So he ended up moving in with her two months after that. Just prior to the wedding, Glenn made Lynn the beneficiary on all of his insurance policies. Oh, jeez. So you know where this is going. Yeah. Um, Glenn's friends were absolutely shocked at this because they knew that Lynn was overwhelmed with debt. Her car payment, her credit cards, like, were way more than she was making, and Glenn just kind of turned a, a blind eye to it. Yeah. So Glenn's mom, Kathy, had a bad feeling about Lynn as the wedding day approached and said, quote, Lynn was such a strange girl. His French took bets. Um, mm. On August 21st of 1993, the couple got married. And as kind of an omen, they were unable to light the unity candle at the wedding. Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of, uh, yeah. That's kind of yeah. creepy. So her oh brother, or his brother, excuse me, James, Gave a less than traditional speech saying, quote, I feel like I'm more at a funeral than a wedding. I don't see this working out, but I hope for the best. That was his speech. Yeah, that's <laughs> you couldn't not have, a good start. You couldn't have told them this before yeah. the reception. You had to bring it up there because, I mean, wow. the damage is kind of done already. Yeah. Man. So not many um, people were happy no, with that. I... Not at all. So her <laughs> debt and flashy lifestyle led to significant money problems. Yeah. Uh, Lynn was spending money quicker than it was coming in. And Glenn ended up getting a second job at a gas station. Hmm. So their relationship began began to fray almost immediately, yeah. um, starting with their honeymoon. He booked a family cruise versus a luxury cruise, and she was fucking pissed about that. What? Yeah. Um, Glenn was soon complaining to his friends that their once very active sex life was slowing down due to, quote, female problems. You weren't making enough money for her now, so she ain't taking her pants off, apparently. Um, six months in, they had separate bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. Glenn still catered to her, but she was just downright rude to him. Um, yeah. While he was working, he had a partner. While he was on patrol, he would offer to bring her food, and she would just be like, fuck you, and kind of hang up the phone wow yeah so she was just a dick to him yeah. um by 1995 he was working seven days a week Jeez. and at this point he had had enough and was taking steps towards a divorce yeah. he was planning on moving out at the end of february um but then he told a friend and if you ever have to tell somebody this it's time to go yeah. He told a friend that Lynn had threatened to shoot him with his service revolver and said, quote, if anything happens to me, look at Lynn. Yeah, that's... That's when you don't <laughs> schedule a move out. You pack a bag. Yep. It's time to go. Yep. You don't say shit. You just... Go. You're gone. Yeah. So a co-worker of Glenn's was also... Um, he was having some issues with her. He said, quote, I had suspicions that she was having an affair with a police officer in Forsyth County, but I didn't have any hard facts. Yeah. February 28th of 1995, Glenn called in sick to work with a high fever and debilitating abdominal pain. Lynn played the nursemaid, you know, bringing him jello soup and sweet tea. Yeah. He became increasingly sicker and sicker. He did go into the ER at some point and was diagnosed with gastroenteritis and sent home. Yeah. 
um, was feeling a little bit better, but then started getting worse. And Lynn said that he had started hallucinating, that he was threatening to jump off his balcony and drink gasoline. Mm. Um, you know, like I said, he started to feel a little bit better, but then he didn't. Yeah. On March 3rd of 1995, Lynn came home from running errands and found Glenn dead in the guest bedroom. Okay. So... Glenn's cause of death was ruled natural causes due to an irregular heartbeat and an enlarged heart. Many of Glenn's friends said that Lynn was emotionless at Glenn's funeral and was overheard saying, quote, I've got to get the hell out of here. Did they... So they did an autopsy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Did they do a toxicology? Not, well, not for what they needed. Okay. So... They, they also said that they saw her holding hands with another Cobb County officer at the funeral. Oh, jeez. Four days after the burial, yeah. Lynn put their Marietta house on the market and moved back to Cumming, Georgia, where she grew up. She rented an apartment and listed one occupant by the name of Randy Thompson. She very quickly collected $153,000 from Glenn's life insurance and his pension. Mm. So Randy Thompson was a Forsyth County Sheriff's deputy who had also become a fireman for the Forsyth County. Yeah. She became involved with Randy less than a year into her marriage with Glenn. Damn. Yeah. She's ruthless. So like Glenn, she aggressively courted Randy, buying him gifts and taking him on a week-long cruise. Wow. Randy had no idea she was married. Uh, As far as him and his family knew... Lynn was divorced. Uh, some sources say that she said she was widowed, too. So, I don't... Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a cop. He knows. Yeah, I don't... I, I, don't I didn't I kind buy of that. buy that. Yeah. So, I mean, she had a full-blown, like, relationship. Yeah. You... First of all, no. But who the fuck has time for that? Right. <laughs> who has time for that? Or the fucking energy? I... Dude, how about We it? have enough dealing with each other. Do you think we want to add a fucking third party into right, this? Right, No. 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 Fuck no. So in the summer of 1995, she used some of the insurance money from Glenn and bought her and Randy a house. Wow. Yeah. In January of 1996, Lynn gave birth to their daughter named Amber. And in 1999, a son, Blake, followed. Uh, meanwhile, Glenn's mom and his friends were suspicious about his manner of death. Yeah. Mom had the autopsy report and went over it religiously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she was questioning the fact that there was a green substance found in his stomach, mm. but he was also eating jello. Yeah. So they told her the only way really she would be able to find anything further out was if she um, could get testing and a private autopsy, which she couldn't afford obviously yeah so her and glenn's friends got together and decided that they were going to talk to as many higher ups as they could hoping that they would open a death investigation Mm -hmm. Uh, randy at this point gave lynn an engagement ring that she never wore said that um, her fingers were always swollen that's why she wouldn't wear it okay she refused to marry him would not marry him a lot of people after the fact came to think that the reason she didn't was because if she got married, she no longer could collect Glenn's pension. Oh. 
So regardless of all of this, Randy made Lynn the beneficiary of his life insurance policies in early 1997. He eventually then increased the amount from $100,000 to $200,000. By this time, though, the relationship was kind of going in the shitter. Lynn had accused Randy of hitting her in the mouth and had him charged with battery, which they did charge him. He was fined $400 and sentenced to 10 months probation, which as an officer and a fireman obviously is not a good fucking thing. Right. And I I don't know how mentally stable he was to begin with. Yeah. But this this killed him. Totally. Oh, yeah. So he had been married before. Okay. And divorced, and he had a history of heavy drinking following that first divorce. Yeah. So on two occasions, uh, Randy overdosed on pills. Mm. Most people think that it was not with the intention to die, but more with the intention to get Lynn's attention. Yeah. Intention, sorry. Um, He moved out of their house in 1999, telling his friends that it was, quote, for his sanity. Mm. However, he still held out for a reconciliation for the sake of the kids. January 19th of 2001, Lynn and Randy got together for dinner to try and work out their differences. They went back to uh, their house, which he was no longer living in, for dessert. On January 20th, 2001, Randy woke up with severe flu-like symptoms, including vomiting and fever. The following afternoon, Lynn brought Randy some food to take care of him, including jello and soup. He also went to the ER, yeah. but was sent home with the flu. And he got worse quickly. Yeah. He um, was vomiting and eventually developed short breath. Mm. He called a fellow firefighter over, um, excuse me, and the firefighter showed up to an overturned apartment. It looked like the place had been ransacked. Yeah. Randy was disoriented and panicky, asking, quote, do you think I'm going to die? Mm-hmm. The firefighter was able to put him to bed, calm him down, you know, get him to rest. Yeah. Uh, the next day, he didn't show up for work. So they went knocking on his door. Yeah. And eventually, they they broke in. And they found him dead with a blanket pulled up around him, um, just like they had found Glenn. Mm. So his cause of death was listed as natural causes, also from an irregular heartbeat. Mm. Do, do you want to know what causes an irregular heartbeat? Some kind of poison? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll get... Well, I'll tell you. No. So the day of Randy's burial, the day of, Lynn called the insurance company only to find out that his policy had been canceled months prior due to non-payment. Ooh. Yeah. Glenn's friends quickly found out about Randy and were like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Yeah. So Glenn's mom reached out to Randy's mom. Yeah. Nita Thomas was her name. They essentially were comparing notes. Yeah. She said, quote, Kathy and I started comparing notes about Glenn's death and Randy's death, and everything was so much the same. The illness, the way they were sick. So Glenn's friends started calling the police departments. One of them called Forsyth County. One of them called Cobb County. Excuse me. Stating, quote, let's raise some hell. She's killed two now. They have to listen to us. Yeah. At this point, they were trying to go as public as they possibly could. So they did catch the attention of a reporter from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution by the name of Jane Hansen, who wrote a series of articles about the similarities surrounding the deaths. The one thing that she said was Lynn was the romantic link and the messenger of death. Mm. 
So all this press coverage led to a re-evaluation of Randy's autopsy. A forensic pathologist from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, because they have one too, found a significant amount of calcium oxalate crystals, which is a telltale sign of ethylene glycol poisoning. They found these crystals in Randy's kidney tissue. Yeah. Antifreeze. That's what I was going to ask. And it causes a regular heartbeat. So, looking back now, they're looking into Glenn's and, and death. Doesn't it, like it? It has no taste. It or was. Something? It was. It used to be sweet tasting yeah. and odorless. So that's why, like sweet tea, Jello, yeah, stuff like that. You, it you could easily mask to... it. Now, obviously, because so many people got killed with fucking antifreeze. Jesus um, Christ! Yeah, they changed it. It's it's like a bitter taste, and it smells. It's very noticeable now. Really. But then it, it was not. And the really the only way that you could see it was the um, the crystals in the wow. tissues. But that's why they they changed it? Mm-hmm. Like, because people were being killed by antifreeze. Yeah. Jesus. So they Christ. had to, they had to like add flavor and smell to it. That's insane. Yeah. Because wow. I mean clearly it fucking worked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So they were now looking into Glenn's death. And they realized that they had a picture from 1995 from um, the Glenn's house from where he died. Mm -hmm. She said that he was hallucinating and wanting to drink gas. And she took them to the garage to show them the gas can that he was touching to try and drink out of. Yeah. Huge fucking bottle of antifreeze right next to it. (laughs) And they had a picture of it. So detectives were now able to develop a homicide investigation into Glenn's death. Um, in July of 2001, officials exhumed Glenn's body. His body was tested for ethylene glycol, and the results confirmed that he had been poisoned with antifreeze. Jesus. Most likely, Lynn had spiked both of their soup and jello, uh, along with the sweet tea, over a period of days. Yeah. Because, again, antifreeze was sweet tasting and odorless. Random fact. Uh, police discovered that she visited an animal shelter and asked how to huma- humanely put an animal down. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I just, I thought that was weird. Before? Before killing Glenn. Yeah. Hmm. So you went to the vet to find out? Well, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, November of well, 2002. I mean, at, at this time, she didn't have Google, so... Yeah. You know. All right, good point. But but a vet? I don't know. Uh, so November of 2002, Lynn Turner was charged with the murder of Glenn Turner. She stood trial in 2004, and the prosecution was actually allowed to introduce, quote, similar transaction evidence, which means they were allowed to bring in um, evidence from Randy's death. Wow. This allowed the jurors to hear about the similarities of both deaths, even though she hadn't been charged in Randy's death yet. Yeah. She sat emotionless through the whole trial, but outside of court was bragging to reporters that she would go free. She did not. (laughs) She was found guilty, and on May 14th, 2004, she was sentenced to life in prison. Nice. Was it a jury trial? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cobb County DA Patrick Head stated, quote, if she hadn't had done if she hadn't have done it twice, she would have gotten away with it. And she would have. There yeah. would have been no reason to question it. <clears throat> yep. 
In October of 2004, Lynn was now indicted for Randy's death. And with Randy's death, she could have faced the death penalty. Mm. Same state, so I don't know why it was different. But yeah. uh, Retired Georgia criminal, criminal profiler Ralph Stone said Lynn's, quote, a psychopath. You think? She gets along with people by faking normal emotion. Did she do this because of financial reward? It's much deeper than that, as if she wanted to say, they tell me I'm not smart enough to be a cop. Well, I'm smarter than the police. They'll never figure this one out. They did. They did. (laughs) Yeah. In 2007, she went to trial for Randy's murder, and she was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. In 2007? Yeah. Wow. So in 2004, she had to deal with Glenn's murder, and then Randy's murder she was tried for later. She was uh, serving her sentences at the Metro State Prison in Georgia. Yeah. Now, this I didn't know until I read this. August 30th of 2010, Lynn was found dead in her jail cell. Wow. Yeah. Her death was ruled a suicide. The autopsy revealed toxic effects of the prescription medication, propranolol, a blood pressure medication that she was prescribed. So her final poisoning victim was herself. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So you can OD on oh, yeah. blood pressure. Oh, yeah. So they think she, like, just obviously collected enough. Yeah, I was going to say. And then I just mean, took it all at once. she's incarcerated, you have a nurse or someone. Dispensing it. Yeah. So she probably just cheeked it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Apparently she did not want to be in prison. Because no. it's not like she was fucking going anywhere. <clears throat> no. So I don't know who would want to be in jail, but... No, oh well. Don't get caught. Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. But do, do that's it a different crazy, way. like, how close she was to getting, getting away, away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it all... it Whenever this happens, I feel like it goes back to the moms. The moms of the victims are always like, something is not fucking right. Moms are usually right. Like our our Florida case, yeah. when mom's like, fuck you, he got eaten by alligators. Yeah. No. Like, no. Yeah. Moms, no. And they it really, it was, it was her pushing it. Yeah. And then when she found out the second one died, they actually found out about his death because an officer that he used to work with was working part-time at a car dealership. Yeah. And Lynn had called this guy to rent a car for her boyfriend's funeral. So as soon as he hung up the phone with her, he called Glenn's friends who called Glenn's mom, who was like, no, no, yeah, we are looking into this. You know, but it's like these criminals, like they're so close to getting away with it, but then they get cocky. That's exactly what it is. Have to do, you mm-hmm. know, just one more. And this one she did going. for fucking nothing. Yeah. You didn't right. check to make sure he still had that policy, yeah, dumbass. Exactly. Yeah. And it had been months uh. since it had been. Um, like canceled. <laughs> All for nothing. And I'm sure she was trying to avoid the whole, well, we knew she made a call. Yeah. Well, you still fucked up, dummy. Right, right. Stop calling people you know to ask them for things. Exactly. It, it, duh. Yeah. So that is the case of Julia Lynn Turner. So if your wife is pissed at you and she tries to feed you sweet tea and jello, don't take <laughs> don't it. Don't take it. <laughs> don't take that shit oh my god yeah and uh. she she did she was giving him green jello because antifreeze is like neon green yeah so you couldn't even see it 
Wow. Mm -hmm. So that that really was the green substance in his stomach that yeah. his mom saw was the green jello. Well, note to self, never eat green jello. Uh, you can fucking taste it now. You ain't going by antifreeze, uh. don't worry. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're gonna just push like it fucking away. kills me too when I like try to give you a Benadryl or a Tylenol. Is is this too much? First of all, you're 300 <laughs> fucking pounds. No, because this is the dosage of an average size male, and you are twice that. Two, um, if I'm gonna kill you, it's not gonna be with fucking Benadryl. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. You used to kill me. Oh, can I can I take two Tylenol? <laughs> I take seven. What do you mean? Can I take two? <laughs> You still won't take fucking Tylenol. I know, I know. I mean, all the shit I'm on now. Fuck. And you still won't take a fucking Tylenol. Yeah. Oh, my head hurts so bad. Take a Tylenol. No. I can't take that. It's Tylenol. <laughs> you still won't. <laughs> pain in my ass. But you love me. I do. You're still a pain in my ass. Whatever. Well, this was a nice little nugget. Well, yeah, it was a little nugget. Would so. have been done earlier if we like hadn't have, an hour ago yeah if we didn't have to start over three times we did <laughs> we, we went off on some fucking tangents though yeah. and then leah brought our coffee in and then we started talking to her and forgot <laughs> we were actually recording <laughs> right. so yeah that's why i think we're gonna make a, a recording room yeah not I, that they're gonna stay the fuck out of there but whatever. no but i i definitely think it's a good idea i do too just because i think it sounds cool yeah to be honest with you we're not putting a fucking pool table in there though dude no what it, yeah. no what about a foosball or something do you even know how to play foosball yeah i don't believe you or ping pong what That's, are you forrest gump more like Lieutenant Dan, but... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, ice cream! We should totally, like... You should be Lieutenant Dan for Halloween. But, like, the drunk Lieutenant Dan. Right. <laughs> Not, like, the fancy one that shows up to his wedding. You gotta be the drunk one. With the two chicks. Is your friend stupid or something? <laughs> That's who you are. <laughs> you taste like cigarettes. <laughs> but you taste like a vape. <laughs> You're a dick. Oh, my God. Well, this was our number 13. Yeah. I do have one ready. Another one. Okay. Is um, it a nugget? No. Or? No. It's a, long... a it's a pretty well-known case. Uh, I would say, okay, if you're a little bit older, you would probably know, but, like, it's a pretty well-known case in, like, the true crime world. Plus, it was it was a request. Okay. So. Was there any movie on it or anything? Yeah. Actually, Fair Fawcett was in it. Oh. It was not a Lifetime movie, by the way. It was an actual fucking movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Okay. Um, But I am going to start... Um, putting shit down on paper about West Memphis 3. So I will have a part one by the end of this week. Awesome. So at the very least, a part one. Yeah. I'm I have to find my page to, marker, uh, thingamabobbers. Thingamabobbers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Craig about the case. My God. He like, I was like, you should come over and do this case with us because he's like, you know, I, I wonder about the psychology of the person who did this and blah, blah. And I'm like, Craig, what the fuck? Like, who is this person? 
So yeah, it, he's it is like, interesting. Though. Yeah, I but, mean, if if you don't know about the case, look into it. it it's yeah. very interesting. But Craig is he's very into it, and he's I was like, dude, just come over and do the fucking case with us. Yeah. So, like, I I hate watching documentaries, but I that I, one was a rough. Yeah, one too. I watched it. And yeah, it it kept my interest. Yeah. And man. Yeah. It's crazy. And there's a there's a lot, a lot. So I'm going to try. There is. And there's, it's interesting because there's a lot that's pro. There's no gray area. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's. People either think they did it. did it. Or or they didn't. They didn't at all. Nope. There's, there's no in between like a maybe it happened. You either think they did or you think they did. That's it. And, and everybody takes a side. And I had no clue like the, the amount of people who took their side oh yeah famous people famous people mm-hmm. yeah i had mm-hmm. no clue yeah so yeah it is a very interesting case so yeah and i mean i try not to have opinions but i mean you do when you oh, research yeah. stuff like this you do and i and with our backgrounds we automatically do i don't think they did it i i don't either i think this no. is going to be one of those where it really shows how fucked the justice justice system is oh it completely is so it completely is that's gonna be our next big one i'm gonna so there is there is a lot so and there's gonna be multiple parts and plan on the parts being a little long yeah so but but, that'll uh it's gonna be interesting yeah yeah it is So. so that'll be a good next one but this was a good nugget yep this was good for number 13 and i'll have a couple more nuggets in between finishing West Memphis 3. So the next one is not a nugget. Okay. I don't think it'll be. So. I mean, this, uh, we're almost an hour in. That's because we fucking talk too much. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Yeah, fuck. Whatever. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, It's 4.30. Ah, fuck it. I might still. Second one for the day. The first one was not a nap. No. No. You're not going to argue with me on this one. Oh, my God. Whatever. Yeah, Really? Hey, do what you got to do. I'm going to. <laughs> I don't need your permission. <laughs> Independent woman? Yeah. Taking a fucking nap. So, mm. yeah. But keep following and subscribing and liking. Yes. It legit please. makes us seriously happy. Yeah, it does. Like super happy. Um, feel free to donate on Patreon if you feel so inclined. Yes. Lola's still hanging strong. We're coming up with, we're trying to trademark. Right we are. Now. We are. In and the a process. logo. Yeah. So we we're are, getting fancy. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. We're, there's a little waiting process. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're thinking of some merchandise. So Lola, you will be getting yeah. some merchandise. I did see the picture that Jack drew. And I, I'm not quite sure what it is, but then he explains, it's supposed to be like crime scene tape and blood. Yeah. It's a great fucking picture though. It is. Like once he explains it, From you're like, year old, yeah. dude, I can totally see that, which yep. is awful. He probably shouldn't be doing I, I know. Parents of the year again. Whatever. But. Whatever. Yeah. When he drew it and he told it to me, like told me about it, I yeah. was like, dude, like. That's awesome. It makes sense. It does. Like that's. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. It's on the fridge. We have a crime scene <laughs> photo on our fridge. <laughs> No big deal. Yeah. So in the meantime, guys, please keep listening. 
um, keep subscribing and liking and reviewing. And we need followers on Podbean. And I mean, really, we need followers on Patreon. Yeah. So a lot. That would be immensely helpful. And then Mark can get a stupid fucking ping pong table. Yes. Whatever. Someone come over and play with him because I'm not going to do it. Dude, you could put like part of the table up. I could play by myself. And then I will be Forrest Gump. I got nothing to say to that. (laughs) Nothing nice to say. But yeah, anyone could come over and we'll play together. There you go. Tony. Yeah. This is where you come in. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram at DDUP underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. On Facebook, we are Death to Us Part, right? Yeah. Twitter at DDUP podcast, Mm -hmm. which I have a Twitter BFF. And I don't don't know who she is, but her name is Sammy. And she's shouting us out to everybody who asked for a podcast. All right. So fuck yeah, Sammy T. It's pretty awesome. Thanks, Sammy. Um, And then gmail ddup.1 at gmail.com so and that's where you can send requests if you want to hear something yeah that or just send a facebook message to me either way we get them yeah we get them because the next one is a request from gmail yeah yep um we do have a list so but we will get to it oh yeah i think i'm getting them out pretty quick yeah i'm not sleeping but I'm getting them out pretty quick. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you all again for listening. And Keep listening. Yeah. Spread the word. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And we will talk to you soon. Oh, guys. Give us a name to call you guys, too. We have a few. But yeah. give us a name. I feel like we need a name. A lot of people do have names. Yeah. That they call their listeners. So. We were thinking disciples. disciples. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, give us some names. What do you want to be called? Yeah. 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 So, so think about that. And let us know. Hit us up. Let us know. All right. Thank you, guys. We will be talking to you very soon. Bye. Bye.